Yeah, we'll be focusing on one area in particular. Last week, we worked on hands as a foundation of support. And this week, we're going to work on feet as a foundation of support. So we're really going to look at um, the foot and then all the muscles and, and structures um, that are supported by the foot in the leg, in the low back and hips. Um, so yeah, hopefully. Uh, I tell you something? Yeah. I've been having a lot of um, uh, around my spine, lower back like tension. And because of what I learned from you with these guys, I think I fixed myself. <laughs> Ooh, that's wonderful. That, I love this is what that. that this is what happens when I'm either like so tired and stressed so that when I'm sit when I'm when I'm reading at night I fall asleep and I fall asleep in a bad position like that happens to me and also when it's the end of our democracy. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 also causes quite a bit of back tension. Yes. And, and, and I'm a so throw from the capital so all y'all can just like understand. <laughs> that people could be at my house in about 20 minutes. Oh, totally. No, it's, I mean, it's remarkable how and where um, our body responds to stress on any kind of level. And then um, without us even knowing, stress is a sneaky, sneaky thing. It'll just um, surprise you like that. And before you know it, you're feeling tension in your neck and your low back and your jaw. So. I mean, that's great awareness, and I love that you've got the tools now to be able to work some of that out. So, awesome, Christina. Okay, well, let us I pulled begin, out then. my mat after time with Julie yesterday and, like, just, like, rubbed it out with my back. It was really, it was good. That's it's great. so good. Yeah, and that's such a large part of this class yoga in general, but this class, something that we really work on is um, that deep listening, that intuition that our body naturally has. And if you get real quiet, you can hear it and then address it or, you know, just be with it. So um, let's begin tonight's practice in a supported bridge and the bridge You'll come to a seat with your knees bent and then taking either um, a block if you have one or a stack of hard hardcover books, you're going to lie on your back and, and place the um, prop right at the base of your spine. There's a large bone there called the sacrum and it's kind of like a T saucer about the circumference of your palm. And it's really flat, you can feel it with your palm at the base of your spine. And that's where you wanna place the prop right under. So this will lift your hips up. Your shoulders will be resting on the ground. Your feet will be planted on the ground parallel to one another. And your neck should feel light and spacious. No support or pressure should be placed on the neck. It's all in the shoulders and the feet. And of course the block. So I'll, I'll be hopping on and off my mat to um, show you all how to 
locate certain areas in the body that we'll be working on. And then come to the screen here just for support in further identifying these areas. We begin first in stillness to quiet down, slow down the whole body, quiet down the chattering mind and tune into the body knowledge. the wisdom of our own body. So even though you've got your low back supported here, really connect into the ground through your two feet, spread out your toes, and then identify the four corners of your foot. There's the ball mound of the big toe, the ball mound of the pinky toe, the inner heel, the outer heel. Distribute the weight of your legs among the four points in each foot. Feel the Earth's energy bring solid, like a sense of solidness. To your feet, to your legs, and then move your attention up to where the prop is right now at your sacrum. Feel the gentle compression of the muscles around that bone. There's five main muscles that support the sacrum. We'll be focusing on three of those five. The, the piriformis attaches at the sacrum and then again at the top of the thigh bone. And then you've got the glute maximus and the hamstrings. The sciatic nerve also begins right at the sacrum and it runs down the back of your leg all the way down to the heel and then the bottom of the foot. It is literally like a root connecting your body to the earth beneath you and connecting your nervous system to the ground below. And that nerve, the sciatic nerve, can get compressed. Many people suffer from sciatica, a compression in something that feels like really tight, low back pain. And that's because the muscles around that nerve, the, mus the muscles I listed, are tight and compressing the nerve, pinching it. So as we stay here for about another minute, I want you to deepen your breath. Inhale slowly. Fill up your lungs. Fill up your belly with air. And then exhale slowly. 
Feel your breath this time when you breathe in, go all the way down to the base of your spine to the sacrum and the muscles around it. And with each exhale, relaxing the body a little bit more. When we're doing self-mild fascial release work, it's physical therapy. Um, it works on more than just the fascial system itself, the intricate web of nerves that, and connective tissue, keeping our body together. We're also working on the muscles, the bones, the organs. begin to notice how they are all related. Remove your block from underneath you. Let your hips come down to the ground. And then gently windshield wiper your knees from side to side. Yeah, a little warm up for the hips. All right, and then when you're ready, roll over to one side and press yourself up to a seat. Bring a roller with you. And we're gonna begin by working up and releasing tension around the piriformis. So as I mentioned before, it attaches at the sacrum and then again to the top of the thigh bone. So identify your tailbone. You can kind of feel that po pointy little tail. And then we're gonna bring the roller out about two inches from the tailbone, this soft area. And you'll bring it underneath your seat, bend one knee and create a figure four by crossing the opposite angle over that knee. And you may need to adjust here so that you've got the roller right underneath you, your hands are supporting you. And again, you'll you'll have you, the the roller. The prop will be placed away from the bone. We never go on bones or joints directly. It's always the muscles, the meteor portion. And we'll begin by pinning the prop between the earth and your body, just sustaining compression at first, right on the piriformis. We're identifying. Uh, trigger point in the muscle. And this can show up as a, like a really tense sensation. Just notice if you're holding your breath or if you're hiking your shoulders up to your ears or clenching your jaw. If that's the case, back off a little, maybe put a little more pressure into your hands to lift off and breathe smoothly to encourage an ease. We hold each of these poses for anywhere from 30 to 90 seconds. Doesn't take a whole lot to get down to the connective tissue. So stay with your breath to keep you anchored to the present moment. If 
feel whatever is coming up for you. Now drop the knee that you have bent down towards the earth a little bit. So you're shifting more of your weight into the prop still and actually getting a different facet of the muscle group too. It's a very subtle movement. And you can begin to rock, sort of lifting the knee back up to where you began in a neutral position and then dropping it down. You can also add a rock up and down by tilting your pelvis like a cat-cow kind of tilt. So lifting the front of your pelvis up towards your belly button and then curling your pelvis back. All right, uh, we're gonna move now, same side, the gluteus maximus. That is the large muscle region in charge of flexation and extension right in the back. So staying in your figure four, now you're gonna oscillate big circles traveling around the perimeter of your glute. Move slowly, encourage yourself to create a rhythm with your breath. Let that be a, a metronome for how fast you travel this loop. And then you can begin to spiral inwards, making the circle tighter. Like you're traveling now towards the center of the glute. So the, the glute max is layered above the glute med, which is a deeper um, muscle of the same group. And by hanging out here in this area for a minute or more, and slowly working all aspects of the area, you're getting down through the layers. Deeper into the hip joint. Now reverse your direction and maybe work, spiral your way back out into larger circles. Explore the, the greater glute area and notice if there's any spots along the way that stand out to you. They may even literally stop you in your track. And if they do, don't rush past the stop. Hang out there for a moment. Breathe a breath or two. Let the muscle release and then move on until you find another spot like that. All right, do two more breath cycles in and out. 
Then we'll proceed down to the hamstrings. So you'll extend both legs long now. And create a small V. So you're spreading out your legs just a bit. And you'll place the roller right underneath your seat, same side that we were working on. Um, so whatever hip you were on, stay there. And place the roller at the top of your hamstring, um, right, right after the bones. The sit bones are there. And then right in front of the sit bones, that's where the hamstrings begin. And then slowly begin to place your weight on that side of your body, adding more pressure onto the ball until you get the right amount of pressure for you. Pressure where you can feel a sensation, but it's not causing any flinching, gripping, or pain. Keep the, pole, uh, the feet pointed up. And then begin to turn the toes in and out. As you turn the toes in, you'll start to sense the inner medial lines of your hamstring the adductor muscles. And then as you turn out, you'll hit the lateral lines of the hamstrings, maybe even a little bit of the IT band out there. Just feel what you feel. So feet as a foundation. In yoga, we use the term bandha for foundation and Banda actually translates to lock or seal. So the there's three main seals in our body and one is through the feet. And so creating a foot lock through is like an energetic lock. And if the foot is already locked up with tension, it's not open to receive or support the body. So we're gonna continue, um, we're gonna move to the left side now working to release the source of where our foot creates its strength and that's in the low back and spine and then we'll begin to work on the foot itself so we'll start with the piriformis again figure four other side and place the roller uh, parallel to your tailbone but out a couple of inches so you're in the meaty portion of your um, low back, hips. And then just keep playing with how much pressure feels good or what kind of creation, the sensations that creates. You can drop more pressure by like lowering down to your forearms or elbows, or if arm straight is good, stay there. Yeah, and then I I like that, Ashley, I saw I saw you roll your neck and I, I think this is a good thing to bring up with everybody too. Like, again, constantly checking to see where the tension refers, even though we're working on our hips, maybe you feel a tightness happening in your neck or shoulders. 
So you can encourage just a relaxing, more relaxing through your breath, through a gentle sway or a rock of the head. And now drop your knee down, place a little bit more weight onto the piriformis. And then bring some mobility in, lift the knee and drop it. Try a gentle rock that way. And then cat-tow your, your pelvis to rock your hips up and down. See how that feels. And where else does this sensation show up for you? Do you feel something traveling to other like communications traveling to other parts of your body, down the sides of your legs. Do you already feel something in the bottoms of your feet? Each of us develops biomechanical patterns from the way we live our daily lives and the activities we do. So what we feel here is gonna be very unique. Let's uh, begin working on the gluteus maximus and start rolling the hips in big circles. This is such a sweet release for me and sometimes I'm tempted to just roll really fast, oscillate quickly and get really in there and loosen up the hips. Uh, resist the temptation to go super deep or go very aggressively. Instead, invite ease and healing by taking it slow. Switch directions. And remember along, along your journey, as you explore the glute mass, there's interesting points along the way. Stop, look, listen. Hold that trigger point and actually witness it release. onto the hamstrings. So remember, extend your legs long. And then give yourself a little room here, toes up, room between the legs, and then place the whatever tool you're using right under your seat at the attachment side of your hamstring. If you want to shorten your V, make it more narrow, try that out or make it wider, almost like a split. Just maybe play around a little bit with that. See what feels right for you. 
when you've identified a good spot, find stillness, breathe into one point of compression. Now turn the toes in and out. Discover the facets of the hamstring here, the lateral and the medial. The hamstrings is actually a group of muscles and they all come together, they converge here at the top, right where the prop is placed. And, and that's where they attach to the sits bones. So this very subtle movement of turning the toes in and out can address each one of those channels. few more breaths, say three more. And then we're gonna move into a little um, yoga asana, little movement, a warm up, and also movement to keep, to support the work. It actually, a little bit of movement enhances the work that we just did with the props. So we're gonna begin in downward facing dog. And here, really pay attention to your feet as the foundation, again, the foundation of support for your entire body. Your hands, of course, are holding you up as well, but through your feet is where our focus is today. So lift and spread out your toes. And then again, identify the four corners of your feet. Press down equally through the four corners. And even if your heels are lifted, if they're not touching the ground, still press energetically, press down through the inner and the outer heel. And just notice how your body, the backside of your body feels in this stretch. And then visually take um, a picture, an image of what your body looks like in this form right now, where your heels are in relationship to the ground, maybe the degree of bend in your knees. You can look straight in front of you to see how low your head is to the, to the ground, how far in front of your face the mat may be all real good um, points of, of check-in. Lower to hands and knees, tabletop. And then moving with your breath, you'll arch your spine down and inhale, look up, cow pose. And really feel the sits bones spread apart from one another, lift the tailbone up. Fill up your lungs. Now round up your back, empty out the air. Cat pose. Inhale, cow. Cat. 
move slowly with your breath. Let's do two more rounds. In, out. Biggest breath yet. Empty out fully. Child's pose. Drop your hips to your heels. Lower your forehead to the earth as much as you can. You can even stack your fists one on top of the other if your hips are tight. And then press down clearly through the center of your forehead into the surface beneath you. Get grounded. Now press up and right through your arms, upward facing dog. So your chest is coming through, your upper arm bones, your legs straighten out behind you. Drop the shoulders back and down. Downward facing dog. Walk the feet to the hands. And then bring them out wide, a little bit more than hips width wide. Parallel to one another, fully engaged through the four corners. Now assist yourself here. Use your fingers to spread out your toes and then place them onto the mat spread out. There's some toes for me, the second and four, uh, the third and fourth toes like to stay so close together. And I need that extra help from my hands to spread them out. So do that on both sides. And then let the, your torso hang. Feel the support of your foundation through your feet and then trust you are fully supported by your feet, by the earth, and you can let your head hang. Breathe in through your nose, open your mouth and clear it out. Slowly roll up to stand. Lift your arms overhead. And then join your palms above your the crown of your head reach up through your fingertips and then lean to one side standing crescent feel the stretch along the side of your body down along the side of your arms your ribs your hip traveling down your leg to your foot inhale rise up and stretch to the other side. So the fascia is like a gelatinous web wrapped, wrapping our whole body head to toe. And it's just underneath the skin, two millimeters below. So as you stretch here and you feel your skin stretch, imagine that the fascia is right underneath the skin doing the same exact thing, stretching, pulling, and then come back to center and feel everything come back into place. All right, just gonna do a little check, another check-in here. Everybody um, place your left foot firmly on the ground and then lift your right leg. This is standing balance pose right here. 
Now I'm, I'm gonna quiet down for the next 30 seconds so you can observe what happens in your standing leg as you balance and, and try to maintain balance. Okay, let's switch sides. Do the same thing, stand on your right leg now. Lower both feet to the mat. Make mental note of what you observed. And come back down to your mat in a butterfly position. Soles of the feet touching, knees out wide. And you can use your hands to get right up on your sit bones here so that your spine is totally supported, upright, your, your fullest height here through your back. And we're gonna use our hands to wake up our feet first. So let's start with the right foot. And uh, you'll hook your right thumb to the arch of your foot. Keep the four fingers on top. And then hook the left thumb underneath, wrap the fingers around. And just begin um, with your thumb, kind of working this motion right through the arch of your foot. Okay. So 25% of the bones in our body are in our feet. The other 25% of the bones in our body are in our hands. So feet and hands and as foundation is so important. It's half of the bones in our whole body in those two areas. And you know, when, we, when we're born, when we learn to mobility as, as little humans, we start crawling on hands and feet and then slowly make our way eventually to just on our feet, those two points of contact to the earth. And we can forget the importance of that connection through our feet. Arches begin to collapse as, as we drop our weight inwards and create a, a, a supination of the foot where the, the inner arch drops down. Or we carry our weight forward and much is placed in the back of our heels to kind of like slow the brakes down. That pulls on the whole back side of the body. There's so many different mechanics that occur from just moving in a default sort of way. But we're waking things up slowly here, kneading the arch of the foot and acknowledging the arch of the foot in the many, many bones, muscles, joints, more than 30 joints, more than 20 muscles. The foot's pretty incredible. Okay, switch to the other side. Show your left foot some love. And use this little self-massage here to awaken 
warm up and acknowledge the foot. So um, I explained like the, the components are what the fascia is made up of. It's a gelatinous and it's collagen specifically. And collagen is very water rich, water dense. So um, to keep the fascia healthy, we need to drink lots of water and we need to do uh, create movement to encourage the circulation and the flow, the water flow circulation, blood flow, oxygenation, airflow, all elements of water <laughs> and flowing. For a healthy, ha fa happy fascia that moves then and, and creates the, the best mobility, flexibility, and connection between all the parts, inner parts of your body. All right. Uh, we're going to work on the low legs, making our way to the feet. So feet are prepped, primed, get your prop. You can use a roller or a block to work on the calves first, low leg. If you're using a block, you'll place it midway between your knee and your ankle and then tilt it up so that it's on its edge. You can keep your opposite leg bent for support and then shift your weight onto your hands. If this feels good, then you'll lift your hips up and you can add more pressure or you could cross your opposite ankle over to deepen the pressure. If you've got a roller, Ashley, you might want to try this out. Um, you can put your book down and then the roller on top of the book. Again, at a, a space between your knee, a point between your knee and your ankle. This is the gastrox the meaty part of the calf muscle. And then you can begin to gently roll up and down. If you're on a block, what you'll do is you'll tilt it up on its edge and then you'll let it come down flat, tilt, come back. And we call this active release because there's a little bit of mobility movement going on as you gently work over the muscle fibers and we're traveling right in line with the fibers of the, of the calf muscles. Moving up and down a couple of inches. Now, just like we did with the hamstrings, you can turn your toe in to get the inner medial line of your calf and try rolling up and down like that. See if you get a referral in other parts of your body. You might feel something down in your ankle, outer shin, hip. And then turn your toes out, get the lateral line of your calf. And notice uh, what you may feel here on this side. Right, now we're gonna go down to the lower portion of the calf, the soleus. So go down about uh, three inches. I like to measure like fingers worth, three, four fingers worth from where you are. Um, you're staying off the Achilles tendon. Um, it's just above that low calf muscle. 
And again, compress and then gently roll up and down. Begin with your toes up. Low calf, yeah. And toes in. Sometimes the, the props can get away from you a roll. So if yours is like wanting to go rogue on you, take a towel or a blanket and place that on the surface of if it's a book or the ground. And that kind of helps hold it in place so it doesn't shoot off across the room. Turn your toes out if you haven't done it already. And now set your hips back down, grab the roller in your hand, and we're gonna get the outside of the shin here. You, I'm, I'm gonna show you how to do it two ways, but you can either grab the prop and, and just run it up and down the side of your leg, or if you'd like, you can also, to get more pressure, you can lay on it. This again is also tricky too. You just gotta find out what works for you, finagle it so that the, the prop doesn't roll away. You can do that too. Um, I prefer to do it with my hands just because sometimes I end up holding real tight my shoulders or worrying too much about the prop. So find what works for you and strip the length of your shins here, the outer shins. myofascial release work is so subtle and sometimes it doesn't feel like much what we're doing but it it is coaxing the body it's just giving the body a nudge to do what it naturally does and that's heal to discover places of trauma or residual tension and give it the nudge it needs to do its work and restore balance All right, we're gonna move to the other side now. Calf, beginning with the meaty portion of the calf, the gastrox right in the middle. And then traveling up and down the muscle fibers, a couple of inches, three to four inches, rolling up and down. Start with your toes pointed out, or up rather, and then you can explore how this feels with the toes turned in and the turn toes turned out.
Just keep flushing a few more rounds up and down, flushing out any of the metabolic waste, the debris that are we carry in our legs, muscles, and, and soft tissue. And this and this stripping is just it's it's helping it along too. Move with our circulation. And then lower down, move lower down to your low calf. And begin your strip, stripping here. The fascial system is such a new study in anatomy because generally when when the human body is being studied, it's looking at the skin, then getting through the skin, right, to, diving straight into the muscles and then how the muscles support the bones and how the tendons and ligaments help the joints articulate, all that. And the fascia is often neglected because it's, it's hard hard to separate from the skin actually. It's a very thin spinuy web. But the fascia is, um, because it's so close to the surface and connected to the skin, it is a highly sensitive system. And it determines how signals are sent, communications are sent to our brain from the body. Work on the inner and outer lines. Form more breath. So get what you need in here to feel complete with your calves. And with the fascia being a sensory system, working so close with the nervous system, it helps communicate sensations, pain, tension. It helps communicate your place in space. It's very, very intelligent, awesome, like fascinating system. And um, we're, we're getting to the point where I'll, I'll show you how releasing any tension and working through the fascial work will help support your, your physical well-being. So let's work the outer shins first, either with your hand rolling up and down along the sides, or lying down if you want to apply more pressure. You may see like foam rollers on the market or those sticks for rolling too. If you're a runner, that's like a, a tool lots of runners use. This is the same idea where you're flushing out the muscles and, and the soft tissue along the sides of the body. And you can do this with those tools as well. 
All right, one final stop, and that's the bottom of the feet. So everybody stand up and place the roller underneath the arch of your foot. So what we did with our hands, we're gonna do now with the prop. And get right in the arch of your foot first, and then begin to drop more weight into that foot. So you're draping your foot over the prop. The plantar fascia runs on the bottom of the foot. It, it, it uh, brings together all the muscles that help the toes move. So five toes, five metatarsals, all those muscles come together to the arch of your foot and attach at your heel bone. That's the, and then the plantar fascia, that's it. That's the muscle group, those four or five stems. So we're gonna start rolling from the heel, uh, sorry, start at the front of your foot, at the ball of your foot, right down the middle, roll down to your heel and stop right before you get to the heel bone. Then lift off to return to your starting point and then press down and roll to the back. Lift off, turn to home base and roll. rolling right down the center of the arch of your foot. And I encourage the, the lifting and returning to the ball of the foot so that you're rolling towards the attachment site for the muscles and you're not pulling the muscles away from their attachment. You're rolling in the same direction. You might feel some crunchiness. If you feel crunchiness, that's, that's fluid. And if your feet, if your plantar fascia is a little bit tighter, that could be very crunchy, lots of fluid. That's just your body's way of healing and protecting. Now, um, drop your knee in. So you're, you're kind of leaning in towards the inner, inner arch of your foot and do the same thing, roll. Think of this as getting the big toe muscle fibers. And then drop your knee out and get the fourth and fifth toes, those lines. And then bring the prop right into the arch of your foot again. And we're gonna go across all those muscle fibers now. So we'll roll left to right. And that helps break up any micro adhesions, helps address all those tiny, tiny muscles in the foot also. And you can work your way from the forefront of your foot to the back. Almost even like zigzagging. 
All right, set your foot on the earth. Before we start to the other side, just notice the difference between the two feet, how they feel. It's really interesting to observe what your foot may feel like before and after any release work is done. And then let's begin the other side. First, place the ball right at the arch of your foot and set your weight onto the prop. Maintain the pressure and just breathe into the bottom of your foot. This, this works to activate, awaken, the muscles in the foot and then you can begin rolling starting at the ball of your foot rolling right down the center of your arch till you right before you reach the heel do that a couple of times move slowly integrate reintegrate your breath to help slow it down Work the inner lines of your foot, dropping the knee in. You can vary the size of the prop that you're using, by the way, if you ever want to get more specific or less specific in the work. If you have really tight feet um, or plantar fasciitis, you might want to start with a water bottle or a softball something with a greater surface area to spread out um, the pressure. And if you wanna go deeper, you could go down to something like a golf ball, really small and hard, but able to get very directly and more specifically to the muscles in your foot. With the outer lines of the plantar fascia now, And then return to the center, the arch of your foot and start cross-fibering left to right here a little. Uh, I think this feels so good. I mean, I have been shoeless a lot more these last <laughs> nine months. Like I really, because I'm at home, I just walk around barefoot, which is great. But generally you think we, we trap our feet in shoes and we distance our feet from their connection to the earth. And we also, we, we isolate the muscles and the bones in our feet from their natural, natural place. Their range of motion is limited in shoes. Uh, the mobility is limited in shoes. So if you do one exercise alone, I feel like working on the foot, cross fibering and stripping can make a world of difference. If you want to bring the zigzag in now so you can get the front and the back of your foot, do that. And now um, place the prop aside and, and feel both feet. 
both feel it now. Add an extra element here just to really appreciate how a foundation and creating an energetic and earthy lock through our feet can affect the whole body. So lift the right leg up, bring your two hands down to frame your front foot, standing split. We've got three points of contact here, right? Two hands, one foot. The lifted foot stays flexed. Spread out your toes and with your mind, like we did with our hands earlier in the fold, with your mind, spread out all the toes, the third and the fourth one, the fourth and the fifth one. And see how um, the three-pointed support helps you stand solidly on one leg and how the flexed lift foot adds support and stability to this posture. Now, remove the hands. Remove the hands from the equation, float them off the earth, bring them by your hips, palms down, airplane. So torso is parallel to the ground and you are standing on one leg. Remember what it felt like to stand on this leg before you rolled it out. Now stand up, keep your, uh, lifted leg off the ground if you can <laughs> if you wobble and you fall out that's fine come into tree pose press your lifted foot into your standing leg equal measures of contact one to the earth the other to the left the other side of your body and now to play with the sensory aspect of the fascia and how it helps us locate ourselves in space. Keep this position and close your eyes. <laughs> it's interesting. Our eyes help us, the, the sight helps us stay balanced, but with an awakened sensory system, the balance seems to linger just a little longer. Let's try the other side now. Standing split, three points of contact to the earth. Press down through all four corners of your standing leg, the foot of your standing leg. Flex your lifted foot. I mean, there's so many observations to make here. I don't, I don't want to make any assumptions or put anything in your head but like just ask yourself where you're feeling grounded and connected where you're feeling rooted or where you feel supported float the hands up into airplane move into tree Feel yourself rooted to the spot and also lifted up from that support. Now close the eyes. Whew. Is there a difference between left and right? 
All right, both feet down. Lift your arms up to the sky, extended mountain. Fold forward. Lower down to a seat. Crisscross your ankles. Bring your hands in front of your heart. If it feels comfortable, good. Um, close your eyes or soften your gaze. Sit with the sensations with your body. Take a deep breath in. Let it go. Lift your thumbs up to touch the center of your forehead. Uh, intuitive space, the space of uh, inner knowledge, intelligence, and the place where all beings everywhere connect. Together we all bow. 